This coming week is the All-Star break, and we have two All-Stars headed to the Midsummer Classic in Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. Plus, the MLB Draft is this weekend, and we'll look at what the experts are saying about the Angels and what they're going to do. Plus, we'll talk about what happens to the infield once David Fletcher returns. You're Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. If you're listening on the audio side, welcome, welcome. If you would take some time to rate and review the podcast, that would be fantastic. It helps people find it. And if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. I'm very excited to welcome you to Locked On Angels. My name is John Frisch. I'm one half of the Super Halo Bros and Locked On Angels. Mike will be back next episode. He's on his way back from Hawaii. Lucky guy. But I'm excited to have him back because I love the conversation that he and I get to have together. And as brothers, there's nothing better than talking baseball together. Uh, The MLB draft begins on Sunday, July 17th. And by the way, Locked On MLB Prospects is going to be doing a live show that day. So after the first pick has been made, they're going to go live. So be sure to get over to YouTube and subscribe to Locked On MLB Prospects because they have some great insight. Lindsey Crosby is a genius, and he has certainly helped baseball fans get ready for this draft. And I'm excited to hear what he has to say that day. The Angels have the 13th pick in the draft this year. Last year, they drafted 20 pitchers and signed 19 of them. Uh, Everybody said the Angels had pitching problems, so Perry Manassian said, what pitching problem, am I right? And so they drafted 20 pitchers, signed 19 of them. Now, in 2020, they went after Reed Detmers. They got him first pick. And then last year, uh, they took Sam Bachman in the first pick, but then they also had Chase Silseth, who's come up already. We've seen him start a couple of times. So the Angels went after college-ready arms last season. A lot of draft experts believe that a pitcher is not going to be taken in the first 10 picks. It's going to be all position players, and everybody is kind of pegging the Orioles to take Drew Jones, son of Andrew Jones, so that will be interesting to see. But with the Angels at pick number 13, they have some good pitching options ahead of them because of how many offensive players are going to be taken in the first 10 rounds. So they have some good options there. I feel like they're going to go with another pitcher in the first round, but that doesn't mean that they're going to go the all-pitcher route again. They might take a few in the first couple of picks, but I have to say, if they need depth, then I think they're going to get some outfielders, some infielders, things like that. Perry Minossian said the other day that there is a lack of depth on this team. So you imagine they'll want to go with some college-ready offensive players rather than all pitchers like they did last year. However, good good arms are always a priority. And when you have a surplus of arms, that makes for good trade candidates with other teams. So if the Angels can improve their farm system with the arms that they get, if they're going to get a lot of arms again, you always can make a good deal to another team because arms are always needed around the league. So let's take a look at who the Angels could be taking at number one. I went around and looked at what the experts 
are saying. And I'm going to start with our very own expert, Lockdown MLB Prospects host, Lindsey Crosby. He said the other day that he imagines the Angels taking Gabriel Hughes. He's a right-handed pitcher. He's often called Gabe Hughes, so you might see him named that way. He's a pitcher from Gonzaga University. He's a college arm. And MLB.com, the video that they have up there, uh, they have lots of insightful videos on a lot of these prospects. And they say he's six foot five. His fastball sits between 94 and 95. He's got a slider that's 89 to 90. And his changeup has a good feel. And he's got good command. That sounds like a winner to me. I don't know how high up most experts have him, but Lindsey Crosby says that the Angels would take him as their number one pick. CBS Sports picks Brandon Barrera, 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 Brandon Barrera, and MLB.com says he's a left-handed pitcher out of high school. He's got a fastball that sits in the low 90s, but he has touched 96. He's got a low 80 slider. He misses a lot of bats, and his changeup could be a plus changeup, but he throws a lot of strikes. He attacks, and they say because of his build size, they are afraid he might not be able to stay as a starter. Usually you get a big guy as a starter. A six-foot guy is usually somebody you see as a starter. To me, I think the Angels are going to take a more MLB-ready player like Detmers, like Chase Silseth, guys who are in college and are already making an impact with this team. So to get a guy out of high school, I'm not entirely sure that's what the Angels will want to do with their first pick, but I could be wrong. I mean, if it's a good arm, then it's a good arm, and you let that arm develop. I just think that there's an urgency with the Halos to get some good arms right away. MLB.com's Jonathan Mayo on June 1st said that he would take Robbie Snelling. He's a left-handed pitcher out of McQueen High School in Nevada. Again, a high school pitcher, but listen to this. He's six foot three, sits 94 to 97 on his fastball. He's got a plus curveball. A below-average changeup, but he's big enough to be a starter. He played football in high school, and they say he's got a football mentality when it comes to attacking the zone and attacking hitters. But again, high school is kind of the concern there. Now, Jonathan Mile did switch to Barrera on July 13th, so the pitcher we spoke about earlier from CBS Sports, uh, Jonathan Mile switched his pick for the Angels to Barrera. So that's an interesting addition to this conversation. MLB.com's Jim Callis on June 22nd said that they would take Connor Prelip, a left-handed pitcher out of Alabama. Love the Alabama baseball team. I got a, a good family friend who came from Alabama who's currently in the Marlin system. Shout out to Jake Walters. And Connor Prelip was a number one starter as a freshman for Alabama in 2020. The season got cut short because of COVID. He had Tommy John surgery, and a lot of people pegged him to be number one in the draft before the Tommy John surgery. Now, he's got a slider that sits in the mid-80s. He's got a low-90s fastball that peaks at 95, and they say he's confident and has great location. So Connor Prelip out of Alabama. Like I said before, I imagine the Angels will probably go with somebody who's a little bit more MLB-ready, probably a college arm. So those are the four that I found, and I'll be interested to see what the Angels do on Sunday with their first pick of the draft. Again, get over to Locked On MLB Prospects on YouTube so you can catch that live show 
once the first pick has been made. Coming up on Locked on Angels, David Fletcher should be back after the All-Star break. So what does that do to the infield situation? Well, we're going to talk about that, but first, Locked on Angels is brought to you by BlueNile.com. Listen, if you're ready to pop that question, you know the question, or you're celebrating a milestone, you can find jewelry with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. They're going to help you create the custom engagement ring of her dreams, or they can help you create a classic and timeless piece of jewelry to give to the one that you love. And they'll do it at a price that you won't find at a traditional jeweler. BlueNile.com is the original online jeweler. How about that? They have simple tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as the setting style. And BlueNile.com has bench jewelers that will handcraft the perfect engagement ring. So each ring is one of a kind. They're committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed while sourcing diamonds and jewelry. And if it's not perfect, don't worry. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Shop stress-free with guaranteed free shipping and returns. And if you need that purchase fast, they can deliver overnight in most cases. Every order is insured. It arrives in a discreet package that's not going to give away the surprise. So you can make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Angels listeners like you can get $50 off a purchase of $500 or more. So if you got a special occasion coming up, make sure you check out BlueNile.com and use the code LOCKEDON at checkout. That's code LOCKEDON at checkout. So get to BlueNile.com today. I want to thank you for making Locked on Angels your first listen of the day, but make sure you check out that MLB Draft Show. It's going to be live July 17th on the Locked on MLB Prospects channel here on YouTube. If you're listening on the audio side, get over to YouTube and subscribe to Locked on MLB Prospects. Right after the first round of the draft, they're going to have a live show. Expert Lindsey Crosby is going to be there. Jeff Ellis is going to be there. They're going to go deep on the future stars of Major League Baseball. So be sure to subscribe to Locked On MLB Prospects and get notified when they go live on MLB Draft Night. So we have an interesting situation with David Fletcher returning to the team. We know he had some hip issues earlier this season, and it took him out for a while. He hasn't been seen in a long, long time. And he's somebody that I feel like personally is sorely missed when it comes to the way that he has a great approach at the plate and his defense. You can't deny how great his defense has been. And he started out this season playing short, did play a little bit of second when Velasquez was called up. So there's a bit of a conundrum because we have a lot of infielders on the team right now. We've got Jonathan VR, who just came on the team, playing third right now, and Renjifo is has kind of split time between shortstop and second base. Velasquez has played short. Michael Stefanik, who's a recent call-up, has played second. Then, of course, you have David McKinnon backing up Jared Walsh at first base. McKinnon is a right-handed hitter, so he does get some time when Jared Walsh sits against lefties, and we all know Jared Walsh has been struggling mightily at the plate right now, but this is a conversation more on the left side 
of the infield. And Perry Manassian said the other day that the strikeouts issue that the Angels have been having have been due to the lack of contact. A lot of guys are swinging and missing. So I think that once David Fletcher comes back, you're going to see those contact guys stick around. Stefanik is a good example of a contact guy. Luis Renjifo has been making great contact. And of course, David Fletcher has always been a great contact guy. To me, to me, this this podcast host, just by looking at Jonathan Villar's nine last games, he's been batting 167, 13 Ks, one RBI in his last nine games that he's played with us. He's played nine games. He's playing the 10th game against the Astros on Thursday night, but this was recorded before that game. But I want to take a look because contact is such a big concern for this team. I want to take a look at his contact versus David Fletcher. So if we go to Fangraphs, they have amazing stats on Fangraphs.com. So if you're interested in diving into some stats, definitely check out Fangraphs. But let's talk about his percentage of swings inside and outside the zone. Jonathan Villar swings at 37.6% pitches outside the zone. Inside the zone, he swings at 77.3% of pitches. And he's got a 16.4 swinging strike rate. So that means that he is swinging and missing strikes 16.5 times, or 16.5%. And when he makes contact outside the zone... He's got a 58.9% contact rate outside the zone. And in the zone, he's got a contact rate of 80.5%. So he's hitting and making contact on pitches in the zone 80.5% of the time. Now, because this is a discussion of the infield, I want to take a look at his defense as well. At third, he's got a 909 fielding percentage right now. So about a 90%, 91% fielding percentage. And he has a negative one defensive run save. Now, we all know that's a stat that compares defenders against the league average. And he is under that average with a negative one defensive run save. So he has less than a run saved out there at third base. With David Fletcher, this is a guy who came up in 2018 and also made a splash in 2019. He really came into his own in 2020. And 2021, he had a great first half, struggled a little bit in the second half. We kind of saw more of the same of that in 2022, and I think it has everything to do with the injury that's been plaguing him with the hips. But let's get into the numbers here. In 2022, David Fletcher swung at 41.3% of pitches outside the zone. We know he loves that high fastball, and he loves attacking that high fastball, and he's put a lot of those down for hits. He's got a 53.2% zone swing. So he's swinging at 53.2% of pitches in the zone. And he's got a 93.9% outside the zone contact rate. So he's hitting pitches and and getting those at 93.9% of the time outside the zone. Inside the zone this year, he's had a 90.9% inside the zone contact rate. And get this, he's got a swinging strike rate of 3.5% a measly 3.5. So he is not swinging and missing very often. Comparatively, let's talk about Jonathan VR, a 16.4 swinging strike rate. 
So nearly four times, five times as much as David Fletcher, he swings and misses. So in 90 games, in terms of David Fletcher's defense, he played 90 games in 2019 at third base. He had three defensive runs saved over that time, and he had a 9.70 fielding percentage. So 97% of his plays he completed safely without air. That tells me a lot. I know that traditionally he's been a second baseman. I know he's built for second base. He played some short, but I think if you want to continue the way that this team has been going, I think you're going to have a situation where you have David Fletcher at third base, Renjifo at shortstop, and maybe Andrew Velasquez comes in for late innings defense. And I got to say, I think Stefanik stays up. That guy can hit. That guy has shown that he can be a good second baseman. I know that was the concern before he was called up, but in my book, he's doing a great job. I think VR is the odd man out. I know we picked him up because the Cubs released him and we needed somebody to play third base. We tried McKinnon over there. He just seemed a little overmatched in his tries over at third base. So VR has been a good fill-in, but that's exactly what he is. He's a fill-in. And I think David Fletcher can be the guy over at third base to really solidify this infield. Can you imagine that defense between him and Renjifo or Squid, Stefanik, and Walsh over at first base? I'd like to see that. In fact, the numbers back it up. When he played at third in 2019, again, that 9.70 fielding percentage, three defensive runs saved. I think that David Fletcher would make for a great third baseman. I know he's moved around a lot, but I think that it would be a good move when he comes back to play him over at third. Coming up on Locked On Angels, Shohei Otani and Mike Trout are headed to the All-Star Game, and we'll talk about their trip up the five to L.A. this week. But next, we have our friends from Bet Online bringing you this episode. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, of course, about Major League Baseball. They're your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and much, much more. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, news this season, and it's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and live events like MMA, boxing, and golf. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. You want to keep up with those. BetOnline is where the game starts. So we have Shohei Otani and Mike Trout heading to the All-Star Game. We just got the news on Thursday that Shohei won't be in the Derby. They did pick all of the uh, the players in the Derby. And as of, uh, as of this recording, we're not sure, according to Jeff Fletcher, Shohei's not sure how he's going to be used yet. Now, we all know he was voted in as the DH, and then Major League Baseball selected him as a starter. Mike Trout, on the other hand, was voted in as well, and he will start the game. And although he's had some back spasms in the last few days, the Angels head athletic trainer says that he should be good to go by the All-Star game, if not sooner, this weekend against the Dodgers. And I know there was a lot of contention, and it was specifically from Astros fans, and I understand 
why they would be upset because Jordan Alvarez and Shohei Otani were neck and neck in the voting when it came to the DH position. In fact, Jordan had a lead for a long time. He was leading the vote for DH. And I understand that Jordan has better DH stats. He's been hitting on a tear. He's been doing very, very well for the Astros. And he is a very talented player. But when it comes to the All-Star game, the fans want to see the stars. They voted for the stars that they want to see. And I know sometimes we get frustrated when, you know, the voting gets spammed with a lot of the same teams, players. That happens a lot. That happened with the uh, the Kansas City Royals a couple of years ago. And sometimes it happens with the Blue Jays because you have all of Canada voting for them. And I get that. They're just dedicated. But fans who just love baseball want to see Shohei Otani. And that's why he won the vote over Jordan Alvarez. I understand that Jordan Alvarez is a great hitter and probably should have been the one selected if this were a different scenario where there's no voting going on, right? But the fans voted and they want to see the stars. That's why Mike Trout makes it every single year. He has an open invitation almost every year to the All-Star game. It'll be his first time since 2019 that he'll get to play in it. There wasn't a game in 2020 because of COVID, and then he was injured last season, but he was voted in to the All-Star game, so that was pretty cool to see. He's going to start in the outfield. But when it comes to Otani, because he was selected as a pitcher, there's been a lot of conversation on, is he going to start the game? There's also been a lot of conversation on if Clayton Kershaw is going to start for the National League. He hasn't done it before since he's been an All-Star in his entire career. So that'll be an interesting development. We could see Shohei versus Clayton Kershaw in the All-Star game. I mean, that's what fans want to see. This is a ratings draw. This is how you get new fans. You put the stars out there and you show them off. Now that the game doesn't really mean anything anymore, I mean, the selection is an honor. To be an All-Star is an honor. But they're not fighting for home field advantage in the World Series anymore. Personally, I like that. I know a lot of fans didn't like that. But now that that's gone, just put your best players out there. Put your biggest stars out there. It feels good to have two angels representing us. I know that it would have been nice to have like Taylor Ward there as well. He could have been a nice reserve, a nice backup. But who better than Shohei Otani and Mike Trout to represent the Halos for us? The two guys who make this team worth watching are going to the all-star game and it's going to make the all-star game worth watching. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen, the Locked On MLB Prospects show. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia. He's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. One more time, I want to remind you that they are going live on YouTube after the first pick has been made in the MLB draft on Sunday the 17th. So be sure you get over there, subscribe, and make sure you get notified when they go live. You can follow us, of course, at Lockdown Angels on Twitter to keep up with the podcast. You can also connect with Mike and I on Twitter and Instagram at Super Halo Bros. The Angels and Dodgers meet at the Big A tonight, 6.38 p.m. Clayton Kershaw versus Patrick Sandoval. That'll be a great matchup. And Monday on Lockdown Angels, my brother Mike will be back. I'm so excited to have him back. Thank you for letting me carry the show for this week. 
and we'll get back to more brother conversations on Monday. But more than that, we have a very special guest. Jeff Fletcher from the OC Register is going to join us to talk about his new book, Showtime, the inside story of Shohei Otani and the greatest baseball season ever played. We're very excited to talk about that book. Until Monday's episode, you all have a great weekend. My name is John. My brother Mike will be back soon. And we'll see you on Monday for more Locked On Angels.